0: Hello everyone, this is Terry Mitchell with the Voice on Fire interview series, my interviews with intention and for anyone who may not have been following along, I love to interview people that I find really fascinating and they're people that I think of as change agents, they're difference makers, they're action takers, they're people who are on a mission in some way shape or form to make a difference either in their local community or somewhere across across our global village and my guest today is somebody that I'm looking forward to having a conversation with because we get to talk about two of my favourite things and it is Andrea Pudding. Andrea, thank you
1: so much for joining me today. Thank you, Terry, for the invitation to come on your show. I'm looking forward to seeing where we go with it. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Let's see where this conversation goes. And when I say we're talking about two of my favourite things, I'd love to share with our audience uh, about coffee and chocolate or chocolate and coffee whichever way we have it it sounds pretty good to me so <laughs> let's start by sharing with the audience what it is you do let's go in that direction
1: yeah so let's talk about chocolate and coffee so what I do is I I have chocolate and coffee breaks which is all about sharing in chocolate coffee and conversation this is these simple pleasures in life can really open us up to be able to have a conversation with people and I believe that that's where we can change the world Mm. so and I infuse chocolate and coffee into everything into my life these days whether it's my social mission of chocolate and coffee day um, and chocolate and coffee breaks or whether it's business there's always starts with a chocolate and a coffee Mm-hmm. And I really wish that I was with you in person because, <laughs> oh, yes. because then we would really be sharing in in chocolate and coffee. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well,
0: I've had my coffee if that's any consolation. <laughs> so that's fantastic. I'm really, really thrilled to, to see that someone can take something as simple as life's two real pleasures, but make something of a social mission out of it. I think that's fantastic. I'm, I'm curious to know though a little bit more about that in terms of when you say you've sort of uh, infused it across a lot of areas of your life how does that play out for you what is it that you actually do with this mission and, and explore maybe a little bit more about where you take it
1: All Right, so chocolate and coffee day is really about breaking down barriers mm-hmm. breaking down the barriers that are between us well that can be religion, culture, disabilities, sexuality. Mm-hmm. It can be anything. It started as chocolate and coffee day for religious harmony. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but I could see that there is, there is just so many more barriers that, that are there. And we, we meet up with people and we just sometimes just don't connect. But I believe the reason we don't connect is, is we've just kind of got this barrier in our minds rather than finding out who that person is, because it's very rare that you can have a conversation with somebody and not be able to find that something the same about them. Mm-hmm. So I like to say that opposites are the same mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter how different somebody is, there is something that's the same. Yeah. And so there's even research that shows if you sit and listen to somebody for just one hour, that terrible differences can will melt away. Mm-hmm. And so that's not just to that one person but to the whole social group. So if you have a conversation with someone that you've got a prejudice against, by the time you're finished, mm. that prejudice to the whole social group has gone yeah. and, or certainly on the way to doing it. And I've just seen so many examples of that through my life. You know, You watch movies where people who seem like they're from other parts Just cannot connect. They do connect if they Mm. just stop and listen to each other Mm. for a while. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. there's one analogy, as soon as you mentioned the word, I just, I just saw this great big puddle of chocolate um, when things melt away, and it's such a great analogy Mm. because with chocolate, you know, when it melts, it's just that delicious, warm, gooey, yummy kind of experience. But if you kind of put the emotional content to that. Isn't that how it feels when you get really well connected with somebody? It's kind of warm and gooey, and it's all just really nice. So, what better, what better than to have chocolate as that way? I mean, not everybody loves chocolate, not everybody loves coffee. I can't quite understand that. I do, but it's (laughs) it's it's that thing. It's like if you don't like the chocolate, I'll just have that little bit extra. A bit in, (laughs) in reality, though, what's what's nicer than being able to take away that word stranger because we you know we're raised up thinking stranger danger don't talk to strangers but the odd thing is no one's really a stranger once you have a conversation with them if it's it's about building relationships would you agree
1: absolutely and that's that's where it, it all begins and while you know it's this simple concept of of having sitting down with someone for chocolate and coffee where that can go is just astounding. I just mm. I think about that and how how simple that can be when you open up to somebody. And like you said, chocolate does does that when it melts in your mouth, that feeling mm. of uh, it just deliciousness. Mm. But it has all those endorphins that open you up. Totally. So when you have chocolate, it doesn't make you feel all tight and constricted. Mm. It makes you feel open mm. and willing to share and, and open to love. Yeah. So when we're able to do that, we do build the relationships. But there's something about oh, I'm just going back. There's something I, I've got to go back and explore from when I was studying, when I studied naturopathy natrop- way back. There was something about about how coffee can spark the thinking process and chocolate Mm -hmm. also has that ability Mm -hmm. it sparks the thinking process and the creativity it was kind of like one of those things you you have before you have in exams you have a coffee Mm -hmm. and it just Mm -hmm. makes your mind think Mm -hmm. so when people come together over chocolate and coffee yes it opens them up and allows them to explore but it also starts to bring connect Mm -hmm. with something greater and I know someone who who does cacao ceremonies and so mm-hmm. I've kind of spoken to her a little bit about this about the power of chocolate mm-hmm. to connect you onto a higher level yeah. In, yeah. and you can connect to the spiritual level oh, wow. so that you know if people come together over chocolate and coffee that's where you can also get into innovation and mm-hmm. start sparking ideas
0: mm-hmm.
1: so you start to think about where that possibilities can go from there Mm,
0: yeah it's that's amazing and I, love, and I love when when what seems like a natural thing can be backed up by a little bit of science that actually says research shows that this is what happens and it's like how cool is that that we can actually go no 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 it's not just all in our imagination this is actually stuff that they can prove and that that kind of just reinforces the value of something that we can talk about but we can discuss that it's not just to feel good, but there's a a foundation and a reason for doing this. And something else that kind of came to my mind as you were sharing all of that is I know that um, we had uh, a shared experience over the weekend with another festival that you and I were part of. And something that you said during your presentation was, and, and I resonated with this, is that you said that you're an introvert. And as an introvert, it can be really difficult to find that natural conversational flow when you're completely surrounded by people you've never met before and there may be mm-hmm. natural prejudices sitting there that you don't perhaps know that you've even got or you're just uncomfortable with and you don't want to be held back by them but you're kind of introverted and you don't kind of know what that next conversational starter can be what I've since sort of found is when you're provided with something that's an external that each person can focus on you can start the conversation by something really um, seemingly inane by talking about the coffee and the chocolate. And there's the common element that we're talking about. And then we can find that we can ask questions like, oh, what's your favorite coffee? What's your favorite chocolate? And that then begins that whole conversation. Is that something that you find is, is how this has all um, begun to
1: emerge? Well, I wouldn't say how it began to emerge, but that's certainly what I have experienced. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, I I connected with this man over over LinkedIn, you know, business okay. things, and you go, you know, we as women we're all a bit suspicious about men who connect with us over LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So we did a first connect on on um, so it was about business, and we connected first on on through Zoom, mm-hmm. and then we we're going to meet somewhere. And I was really uncomfortable because I wasn't certain about who this man was. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, we met over a, a cuppa, and we had this great conversation about about sitting p- with people and having and having a cuppa. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of we actually found this amazing similarity in that I started chocolate and coffee days, but he was he had been head of in a corporate situation he was an indian man and he had headed a co- corporation in india and he had taken time to bring e- each one of his employees in personally to have a conversation with them over a cuppa so that they could feel comfortable wow. and the we, we we were the most unlikely mm-hmm. business partners but we actually did connect and we wrote a book together and oh, wow. um he was working went back to India to work on some of our ideas but sadly he passed away oh. before he got too far however that just kind of highlighted for me about how the most unlikely of people mm. can connect mm-hmm. and build something by just making these simple connections mm. because quite honestly if we hadn't have done that there's no I I would have if, if I'd seen him in a network meeting or something, I would not have connected with him. Mm-hmm. I just can't imagine that I would have connected with him and mm-hmm. whether that's a that would have been a bias that I had, it mm-hmm. yeah. probably was. Mm-hmm. But you, you just taking that time of connecting with the most unlikeliest people, yeah. anything can happen. You just... Yeah cannot hold that kind of prejudice against people, but uh just taking the time makes mm. that difference. Yeah.
0: I think you hit on a really important point there that we we do most of us, I wouldn't say it's all, can't use blanket statements, but I'm sure we all have somewhere within us a little bit of a prejudice about something or a bias about something that you know, and we may not want to be guided in life by it. We probably feel a little bit bad that we feel that way. But we're aware of it we're brought up thinking something or we see in society that that's something and i think it's really amazing and it's a little little part of why i do these podcasts um not only for the benefit that i have but also the conversations i get to have with people like yourself is discovering how to let go of those bias by learning more about the people understand their stories hear their stories and as you say some of the most unlikely people can become some of the firmest friends and business associates and connections so I think it's really important, particularly in today's day and age, where some pretty strong divisiveness has been happening across our world, where we need to let go and, and begin to embrace people more. And I, I find when I was learning about your uh, chocolate and coffee breaks, I was really, that's what I was starting to s- sort of feel. Wouldn't that be great to, to find ways to not feel those prejudices? Let's have the conversations, let's open up, let's, let's embrace each other in a conversation. So I find that really inspired that feeling for me. I know that much.
1: Yeah, and I'm just, I, I guess I'm fascinated by where this simple thing <laughs> that I came up with, that step by step, when I started it, it was just a small little thing, mm. but how it's evolved in my in my own thinking mm. to To have such enormous potential Mm. that I just see that this has the potential to open up so much for people
0: Mm.
1: in their own lives and in community, in community and in and in business, and Mm. so and as I've developed into chocolate and coffee breaks, it's starting to be used as community. To, to start new communities, to mm-hmm. bring people together so that they can have the opportunity to work together and do something else that makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah. So they're using yeah. what I, I do to make a difference, yeah. to make another difference on top of that. So a, I, yeah, that just
0: thrills me. That's an awesome ripple effect. And it's, it's another a bit of a great segue into my next question. We've, we've covered off a lot about what you do let's talk a little bit more about um, who you do it for. So, you know, what's the, the grounding in it? There's been talk about business, of course. Let's sort of explore a little bit deeper about who you do it for. How has this actually emerged in terms of the ripple effect we just spoke
1: of? Who I do it for? Well, a lot of chocolate and coffee, well, chocolate and coffee day is, is for everybody. <laughs> uh, what? What's important to me with Chocolate and Coffee Day is that it's an opportunity for for us as the silent majority, those who who don't experience prejudice, to be able to step up and say that hey, we don't want this in our world. That we want to live in a world where people are are accepted for who they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is a it's across the board. So <laughs> it's really hard for me to pinpoint that. So what I see important with, with my where I've directed that to has been with um, individuals who just feel like uh, there must be something more I can do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so it gives them the opportunity to share with others that this is important. Mm-hmm. So then that goes into workplaces and communities um, wherever people can gather to have to make those statements. So in workplaces where they they may be multi racial, multi-religious, full of different cultures, but it gives them the opportunity to to come together and say and to recognize that mm-hmm. or to open, if there has been issues to open the doors to, to helping other people understand that, you know, that person over there that I haven't been able to connect with, hey, maybe I could have a conversation with them and connect with them. Yeah. So chocolate and coffee day—it's half for me. To, it's always been hard for me to pinpoint who exactly I do it for because it is a day where I like to make open it up and mm-hmm. it's 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 my gift to the world. Oh yeah, lovely and. Lovely. and and a lot of chocolate and coffee breaks is also on that level as well, because that was just kind of an extension that people say, "Me, why are we having chocolate and coffee day? Why can't it be every day? Mm-hmm. You know, not just this one day a year." So that's why I expanded and started to create um, a lot of resources around how people could could use chocolate and coffee as within community within. Uh, the opportunities to, to do that, to start communities or to reconnect or reach out to more people. Mm. Um,
0: to go back to something, and I wonder if we might be able to just explore maybe to help the audience understand a little bit more about how the actual day yeah. came to pass, what was the inspiration behind the actual creation? What It's one thing to have a fabulous idea. Typically there's a really... Meaningful inspiration behind it. How did the actual Harmony Day come to pass so that it started as a day? What was the the lead up to that?
1: Yes, so Chocolate and Coffee Day for Religious Harmony. It it started from from the Lint Chocolate Cafe siege in Sydney in 2014. It was um, I'm sure most of our listeners have have heard of that when a gunman went in claiming that it was a jihadist act and took hostages. And he, in the conclusion to that, two innocent people and the gunman did pass away. After that, there was this whole feeling of we just didn't know how people were going to respond. And the Muslim community were quite afraid that they were going to there would be retaliation against them, although they obviously had nothing at all to do with it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them were taking off their religious garb or they weren't leaving home. They didn't, were afraid to get on public transport. And what happened was 150,000 people filled social media with the hashtag, I will ride with you. Yeah. So instead of it being a hate fest, it was this, this great feeling of people pouring out love and acceptance for these people who obviously had, not, obviously had nothing to do with it. But so instead of being afraid, they were brought into the community mm. and people just kind of saw through. We weren't going to go down that line of, oh, terrorist and mm. all the stuff that had happened previously in other places we were going to go from a place of love and acceptance. Mm. Mm. So this is something that deeply touched me, and I just thought about it constantly the following year until it got to around October, and I said to my mum, when's chocolate and coffee day? Because it had been so much on my mind. When's chocolate and coffee day? And she just responded with, I don't know, I've never heard of it. And I was just like this moment, I was just like, <sighs> I'm going to have to do this. This Mm -hmm. is obviously for me to start. I have to make this difference. So then I started chocolate and coffee day for religious harmony, which is December 15th of every year. Mm -hmm. And just with that concept of reach out to someone who is different to you and sharing chocolate, coffee and conversation. Mm -hmm. So find someone who's different invite them for a chocolate and coffee someone you haven't been able to connect with and share with them Mm -hmm. and that also did start in different workplaces and communities at the same time where people were just having those conversations at that point it was okay let's have the conversations about accepting other people and becoming more inclusive Mm -hmm. so that That's the start of it, and so Chocolate and Coffee Day for Religious Harmony has very much been my thing for almost, this is coming up to the sixth year. Wow. So I get really uh, very vocal on it Mm -hmm. on social media at Mm -hmm. the moment. Mm -hmm. So that's my focus, but then Chocolate and Coffee Breaks is just kind of becomes not just religious, <laughs> mm, mm. about all types of connections and, and ways of growing together as a community.
0: Yeah, fantastic. That's that's really a, a powerful interpretation of how to respond to a situation. Um, and I say that because just before we started recording this, I was sharing that my experience when I'd heard about the cafe um, seizure was I was, I was quite shocked like a lot of people and, and, and just devastated that it should happen. And yet for me, my way of responding to that was to buy a lot of lint chocolate and share with my family at Christmas time to say, you know, this is on behalf of those people and to let everybody know that we, we just can't be affected by this in a negative way. We must come together. And... Yet here you are making a an actual national movement about it, and one that's potentially got to go global. And it's just it just shows that one person can make a difference. And it and it segues a little bit into the next question, which is why do you do it? We have covered a little bit of it, but maybe just to get a little bit deeper, why why did you want to start this? What's the the reason behind it?
1: Well, I call this my beyond the why moment. Mm-hmm. Because if you, I'm a white Christian woman
0: mm-hmm.
1: who was brought up in the white Australia policy era. Yeah. I have not ever been the victim of prejudice. So what would I know about, what do I know about it? I know nothing about prejudice. Yeah. But here I am, I'm going, I fight against it. It's, it reaches into me and just goes, So whenever Mm. I hear the stories about about prejudice, something just clicks off on me. So so beyond the why, because if I had searched for for a why, I would have never done this. And I have to, I'm gonna be honest with with you here. I am not an initiator. Mm. I'm not the I come up with great ideas, but Mm. I don't actually make them happen. So, this is how powerful it is when you find a beyond the why moment. And yeah. that thing, that t- moment when I said to my mum, that I spoke to my mum and I went, damn, I have to do this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was, you know, that's not me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But this is something that is so strong, so powerful within me that I go past what I would naturally do yeah. and make it happen. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure it probably could have been a lot bigger by now if I was an initiator however it's taking its growth and and growing organically which is fine by me
0: yeah no I think you explained that really 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 beautifully it's it's really important that I think for any of our listeners that there may be something kind of simmering down inside that says I want to do something I want to make a difference but I'm I'm not a very good this or I'm not very good at that or I don't do this well and I'm not normally like that but we can find that moment in time that is beyond us where we really kind of realize where the uh, I suppose not not so much a catalyst for change but more so maybe the 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 there's a word that'll come to me I'm sure it'll come to me at three o'clock in the morning but it's that sense (laughs) where you you know that you're it's beyond you it's got to come through you you're not really it's not just about you it's about what you can do as the voice of or to be the the um, the initiator of something as you say being the initiator these these conversations that I find it it only takes one person just to find that that bigger than me moment it's not just about me it's bigger than me or as you say it's beyond the why and I think you you explained that really well and, and I just want all of our listeners and, and anyone who watches this to realise that if you've got something that's simmering below or burning inside of you or just that little niggly voice that says you can do this, trust in that. There is something that will come to you. Follow that instinct because we need more of you to be able to step up and make a difference and embrace humanity and be there for our global village. I think that's something that your message is resonating for me
1: certainly. Yeah. And it is very, it is, it's daunting Mm. For a lot of people, when they stop and think about that, think about actually starting something and doing something. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to think about the big Mm -hmm. overall global picture. Absolutely. If you can touch one person's life, you have changed the world. Yep, absolutely. And that one person, if you touch one person's life, what happens to them? And this is one of the things that I talk about with chocolate and coffee day or chocolate and coffee breaks if you were to sit down and have a conversation with one person and listen to their story, you've allowed them to feel accepted,
0: mm-hmm.
1: give them a sense of belonging, and from there they want to contribute to the world. Mm-hmm. So if, if one person's not feeling accepted and suddenly they feel that from you, how does that influence their life? Mm, yeah. They go home, their relationships with their family can change. Mm-hmm. The way they bring up their children can change, the mm-hmm. way they interact at work, in the community, can change. and then that one person, that's going to change, like, you know, you imagine that's going to change their way the children grow up. Mm-hmm. And what what influence is that going to make on the world? That one person influenced
0: mm-hmm.
1: is just phenomenal. And yes. this is that's what I call authentic influence because Absolutely. you're influencing from the heart and you're mm-hmm. just being yourself and listening to somebody giving them the opportunity to feel accepted it's Mm. so powerful
0: yeah absolutely that's that's just that's a message that I think we all needed to hear and I really hope that the people that uh, get a chance to watch the YouTube uh, interview or to listen to it via the podcast will actually really feel that and and resonate with it and 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 Really, the message is you're not too small. One person can make a massive difference, even if it's not the, that you end up being the big difference maker. You may influence the person who becomes, but you've just made a big difference to humanity by doing that. And, you know, I think any any ripple effect that is a positive and authentic ripple effect, you know, I'd I'd love to just shower in that every day. I think that that's what we need, and I think this is the time of, the, the earth screaming for it and I think you know it's it's wonderful to have these conversations to know that just our conversation today uh Andrew could be enough to motivate somebody or to push that somebody just that little step further toward taking that next step and and reaching out and doing something for the for the greater good so I always enjoy these conversations
1: yeah and I I would hope that that was part of it that that's the result too and I think that's also part of the beauty of chocolate and coffee breaks is that people can see how simple it is, mm. it is such a simple idea. So no idea, no matter how simple or how insignificant, goes without being a powerful influencer in the world. Mm. Absolutely. No. I even, I have these moments when like on the festival that we were on and I'm listening to everyone else's stories and what they're doing in the world and I think and I have this 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 tiny humble this humble foolish moment and I'm thinking I'm just talking about chocolate and coffee Hmm. (laughs) and but the reality is it's where things start Mm. It's the start of things. And if people can't connect with each other, nothing else is going to work. Mm, absolutely.
0: And, and to echo on that, you, you know, we're talking about, you know, we're part of the, the festival and there's so many people doing what seemed, in my mind, looking at some of the uh, achievements they've had, like mind-blowing. And I, I, I guess I just want to provide a little sense of feedback to you about that humbleness it might seem so humble and small and maybe, oh, well, I'm not really doing that much, but you, you, <laughs> ju- you just told the story itself and I just want to reflect that back to you. You may be just influencing that one person with a coffee and chocolate break that makes a massive difference and goes out and does something else, but you're doing it in such a way that it's lots of littles and lots of littles builds up to be massive. So I think what you're doing is quite amazing. And I know without a doubt that anyone who tunes into this is going to feel a real sense of possibility just by hearing this conversation today. Um, And I want to finish off by just sort of rounding out where people can find you. So what I will do is include the links below the YouTube video and also in the podcast so people can actually um, tune in and and click on the links to find you. But is there anywhere in particular you'd like people
1: to, to look you up? They can look me up wherever they, <laughs> they like. I'm really easy to find because I, I'm the one and only Andrea putting in the world. Mm-hmm. So chocolateandcoffeebreaks.com, you can go there and find a, you can download a resource pack, which will mm-hmm. give you, there's masses of information on chocolate and coffee breaks and also chocolate and coffee day. Mm-hmm. So they can go there. I do a, a, a I do a podcast, which is mm-hmm. very similar to Voice on Fire, called Social Mission Revolution, where I get to talk to people who uh, have social missions themselves, who are making mm-hmm. a big difference in the world. But, of course, you can find me, Andrea Putin, on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. Any, anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so easy to find. I have, of course, my website, andreapoutine.com That's as well. Awesome. So you mentioned about the uh, the resource pack.
0: So that means that if someone wants to uh, host their own um, chocolate and coffee break, they can actually uh, download the pack and kind of work out, you know, from that pack how to host the day and make something of it within their own uh, environment?
1: Absolutely. And there is a lot of material there. So chocolate and coffee breaks, if you wanted to go somewhere and do it, there's a whole lot of information and, and whatnot there. And I, I created this set of cards and I haven't had any more printed up. But these are conversation starters and I have all of the questions from my conversation starters on in there as well. So if you want to be able to have some ideas of some questions that you can use, they are on there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And... How to do it, different ideas of workplaces, communities, the chocolate and coffee day. Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to have a, a chocolate and coffee break in a workplace, in a corporate setting, which helps people to reconnect with teams and develop new ideas, uh, they can also connect with me on, on that level. Mm-hmm. But I'm always happy to talk to people about about their ideas, and and if they want to look through that and have questions, I am open to anyone coming back to me and saying, "Hey, what do you think about this? Or what does this mean? Or how can I do this?" Yep. I'm happy to have a conversation around that.
0: Fantastic, awesome! It sounds really, really amazing, and I'm I'm wowed and impressed. I think it's a fantastic way to incorporate. Chocolate and coffee into a conversation and to change the world. I think that's just amazing. So, uh, one last question to finish out our you know, interview today. What's your one big wish for humanity?
1: My one big wish is that people connect with each other and find love and acceptance for who, who the next person is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Through that, all things are possible yeah absolutely totally i think that's a wonderful
0: a wonderful vision to have and i think that we're all starting to see some movements where we're we're beginning to say you know it's time for that and i think if we can all be part of that what a wonderful world we have a chance to create i think that's something we can all feel good about so Andrea, it's been fabulous thank you so much for your time today for this conversation i think it's just been A really wonderful conversation about chocolate coffee and community and conversation and making a difference in the world so thank you so much for sharing your time today
1: thank you so much terry for having me on voice on fire my pleasure
0: you're watching or listening to voice on fire interviews with intention if you're new to voice on fire interviews you'll hear from everyday amazing people on a mission to make a difference These people are change agents, action takers, and difference makers having a positive impact on their local community or across our global village. Don't forget to subscribe and click the notification bell for updates on new interviews. I hope you enjoy.